Hi friends, welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I'm your reader today. Today is Wednesday, the 24th of November, and it is the 20th of Kislev on the Hebrew calendar. Also, today in history, Ezra admonished the people, Ezra 10.9, so all the men of Judah and Benjamin assembled at Jerusalem within the three days. It was the ninth month on the 20th of the month. Well, um, this week our parasha is called Va Yeshev, which means he settled, and today's reading will be the whole chapter of Genesis 38. Before we begin our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and to thank Him for giving us His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. At that time, Yehuda went down from his brothers and visited a certain Adulamite, whose name was Hira. There Yehuda saw the daughter of a certain Canaanite man named Shua. He took her and went into her. She conceived and bore a son, and he named him El. She conceived again and bore a son, and she named him Onan. She yet again bore a son and named him Shelach. He was at Chaziv when she bore him. Yehuda took a wife for Er, his firstborn, and her name was Tamar. Er, Yehuda's firstborn, was wicked in the sight of the Lord, so the Lord took his life. Yehuda said to Onan, Go in to your brother's wife and perform the duty of a husband's brother to her, and raise up seed for your brother. But Onan knew that the seed would not be his, and when he went in to his brother's wife, he spilled his semen on the ground, lest he should give seed to his brother. The thing which he did was evil in the sight of the Lord, and he took his life also. Then Yehuda said to Tamar, his daughter-in-law, Remain a widow in your father's house until Shelach my son is grown up. For he said, lest he also die like his brothers. Tamar went and lived in her father's house. After many days, Shua's daughter, the wife of Yehuda, died. Yehuda was comforted and went up to his sheep shearers, to Timna, he and his friend Hila, the Adolamite. Tamar was told, Behold, your father-in-law is going up to Timna to shear his sheep. She took off the garments of her widowhood and covered herself with her veil and wrapped herself and sat in the gate of Enaim, which is on the way to Timna, for she saw that Shelach had grown up and she was not given to him as a wife. When Yehuda saw her, he thought that she was a prostitute, for she had covered her face. He turned to her by the way and said, Please come, let me come in to you. For he did not know that she was his daughter-in-law, 
She said, What will you give me that you may come in to me? He said, I will send you a young goat from the flock. She said, Will you give me a pledge until you send it? He said, What pledge will I give you? She said, Your signet and your cord, and your staff that is in your hand. He gave them to her, and came in to her, and she conceived by him. She arose and went away, and put off her veil from her, and put on the garments of her widowhood. Yehuda sent the young goat by the hand of his friend the Adulamite to receive the pledge from the woman's hand, but he did not find her. Then he asked the men of her place, saying, Where is the prostitute that was at Enaim by the road? They said, There has been no prostitute here. He returned to Yehuda and said, I have not found her. And also the men of the place said, There has been no prostitute here. Yehuda said, Let her keep it, lest we be shamed. Behold, I sent this young goat, and you have not found her. About three months later, Yehuda was told, Tamar, your daughter-in-law, has played the prostitute, and behold, she is with child by prostitution. Yehuda said, Bring her out, and let her be burned. When she was brought out, she sent to her father-in-law, saying, I am with child by the man who owns these. She also said, Please discern whose these are, the signet and the cords and the staff. Yehuda acknowledged them and said, She is more righteous than I, because I did not give her to Shelah, my son. And he did not know her yet again. In the time of her travail, behold, twins were in her womb, When she travailed, one put out a hand, and the midwife took and tied a scarlet thread on his hand, saying, This came out first. As he drew back his hand, behold, his brother came out, and she said, Why have you made a breach for yourself? Therefore his name was called Peretz. Afterward his brother came out, who had the scarlet thread on his hand, and his name was called Zerah. That was Genesis chapter 38. And today our portion from the prophets is 1 Samuel 10. Then Shmuel took the vial of oil and poured it on his head and kissed him and said, Has not the Lord anointed you to be prince over his inheritance? When you have departed from me today, Then you will find two men by Rachel's tomb on the border of Binyamin and Zelsa. They will tell you, The donkeys which you went to look for have been found, and now your father has stopped caring about the donkeys and is anxious for you, saying, What shall I do for my son? Then you will go on forward from there, and you will come to the oak of Tavol. Three men will meet you there, going up to God, to Beit El one carrying three young goats, and another carrying three loaves of bread, and another carrying a skin of wine. They will greet you and give you two loaves of bread, which you shall receive from their hand. After that, you will come to the hill of God, where the garrison of the Philistines is, and it will happen when you have come there to the city 
that you will meet a band of prophets coming down from the high place with a lute, a tambourine, a pipe, and a harp before them, and they will be prophesying. Then the Ruach of the Lord will come mightily on you, and you will prophesy with them, and will be turned into another man. Let it be, when these signs have come to you, that you do what is appropriate for the occasion, for God is with you. Go down ahead of me to Gilgal, and behold, I will come down to you to offer burnt offerings, and to sacrifice sacrifices of peace offerings. Wait seven days until I come to you and show you what you are to do. It was so that when he had turned his back to go from Shmuel, God gave him another heart, and all those signs happened that day. When they came to the hill there, behold, a band of prophets met him, and the Ruach of God came mightily upon him, and he prophesied among them. When all who knew him before saw that, behold, he prophesied with the prophets, then the people said to one another, What is this that has come to the son of Kish? Is Shaul also among the prophets? One of the same place answered, Who is their father? Therefore it became a proverb, Is Shaul also among the prophets? When he had finished prophesying, he came to the high place. Shaul's uncle said to him and to his servant, Where did you go? He said, To seek the donkeys. When we saw that they could not be found, we came to Shmuel. Shaul's uncle said, Please tell me what Shmuel said to you. Shaul said to his uncle, He told us plainly that the donkeys were found. But concerning the matter of the kingdom, of which Shmuel spoke, he did not tell him. Shmuel called the people together to the Lord to Mitzbah, and he said to the sons of Israel, The Lord, the God of Israel, says, I brought Israel up out of Egypt, and I delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians, and out of the hand of all the kingdoms that oppressed you. But you have today rejected your God, who himself saves you out of all your calamities and your distresses, and you have said to him, No, set a king over us. Now, therefore, present yourselves before the Lord by your tribes and by your thousands. So Shmuel brought all the tribes of Israel near, and the tribe of Binyamin was chosen. He brought the tribe of Binyamin near by their families, and the family of the Matrites was chosen. Then Shaul, the son of Kish, was chosen. But when they looked for him, he could not be found. Therefore they asked the Lord further, Is there yet a man to come here? The Lord answered, Behold, he has hidden himself among the baggage. They ran and got him there. When he stood among the people, he was higher than any of the people from his shoulders and upward. Shmuel said to all the people, Do you see whom him whom the Lord has chosen? that there is no one like him among all the people. All the people shouted and said, Long live the king! Then Shmuel told the people the regulations of the kingdom, and wrote it in a book, and laid it up before the Lord. 
Shmuel sent all the people away, every man to his house. Shaul also went to his house to Gibeah, and the army went with him, whose hearts God had touched. But certain worthless fellows said, How could this man save us? They despised him and brought him no present, but he held his peace. That was First Samuel chapter 10. Today our portion from the writings is Psalm 50. A Psalm by Asaph, the Mighty One, God the Lord speaks, and calls the earth from sunrise to sunset. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God shines forth. Our God comes and does not keep silent. A fire devours before him, and it is very stormy around him. He calls to the heavens above, to the earth, that he may judge his people. Gather to me my devoted ones, those who have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. The heavens shall declare his righteousness, for God himself is judge. Selah. Hear, my people, and I will speak. Israel, I will testify against you. I am God, your God. I do not rebuke you for your sacrifices. Your burnt offerings are are continually before me. I have no need for a bull from your stall, nor male goats from your pens. For every animal of the forest is mine, and the livestock on a thousand hills I know all the birds of the mountains. The wild animals of the field are mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell you, for the world is mine and all that is in it. Will I eat the meat of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Offer to God the sacrifice of thanksgiving. Pay your vows to Elion. Call on me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you and you will honor me. But to the wicked God says, What right do you have to declare my statutes, that you have taken my covenant on your lips, since you hate instruction, and throw my words behind you? When you saw a thief, you consented with him, and have participated with adulterers. You give your mouth to evil, and your tongue frames deceit, You sit and speak against your brother. You slander your own mother's son. You have done these things, and I kept silent. You thought that I was just like you. I will rebuke you and accuse you in front of your eyes. Now consider this, you who forget God, lest I tear you into pieces and there be no one to deliver." He who offers the sacrifice of thanksgiving glorifies me, and to him who orders his way aright, I will show the salvation of God. That was Psalm 50. Our final portion for today is from the Apostles, and it is Mark 7. Then the Pharisees and some of the Torah teachers gathered together to him, having come from Jerusalem. Now when they saw some of his disciples eating bread 
with defiled, that is, unwashed hands, they found fault. For the Pharisees and all Jewish people do not eat unless they wash their hands and forearms, holding to the tradition of the elders. They do not eat when they come from the marketplace unless they bathe themselves, and there are many other things which they have received to hold to, washing of cups, pitchers, bronze vessels, and couches. And the Pharisees and the Torah teachers asked him, Why do your disciples not walk according to the tradition of the elders, but eat their bread with unwashed hands? He answered them, Well did Isaiah prophesy of you hypocrites, as it is written, These people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. But they worship me in vain, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. For you set aside the commandment of God and hold tightly to the tradition of men, the washing of pitchers and cups, and you do many other such things. He said to them, Full well do you reject the commandment of God, that you may keep your tradition. For Moshe said, Honor your father and your mother, and he who speaks evil of father or mother, let him be put to death. But you say, If a man tells his father or his mother, Whatever profit you might have received from me is korban, that is, an offering devoted to God, that is to say, given to God. Then you no longer allow him to do anything for his father or his mother, making void the word of God by your tradition, which you have handed down, and you do many things like this. He called all the multitude to himself and said to them, Hear me, all of you, and understand. There is nothing from outside the man that going into him can defile him. But the things which proceed out of the man are those that defile the man. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. When he had entered into a house away from the multitude, his disciples asked him about the parable, and he said to them, Are you also without understanding? Do you not perceive that whatever goes into the man from outside cannot defile him, because it does not go into his heart, but into his stomach, then into the latrine, making all foods clean. And he said, What comes out of the man, that defiles the man. For from within, out of the hearts of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, sexual sins, murders, thefts, covetings, wickedness, deceit, lustful desires, and evil eye, blasphemy, pride, and foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile the man. From there he arose and went away into the borders of Tyre and Sidon, and he entered into a house and did not want anyone to know it, but he could not escape notice. For a woman whose little daughter had an unclean spirit, having heard of him, came and fell down at his feet. Now the woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by race. She begged him that he would cast the demon out of her daughter. But Yeshua said to her, 
Let the children be filled first, for it is not appropriate to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. But she answered him, Yes, Lord, yet even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. And he said to her, For this saying, Go your way, the demon has gone out of your daughter. She went away to her house and found the child having been laid on the bed with the demon gone out. Again he departed from the borders of Tyre and Sidon and came to the Sea of Galilee through the middle of the region of Decapolis. They brought to him one who was deaf and had an impediment in his speech. They begged him to lay his hand on him and he took him aside from the multitude privately and put his fingers into his ears, and he spat and touched his tongue, and looking up to heaven he sighed and said to him, Ephata, that is, be opened, and immediately his ears were opened, and the impediment of his tongue was released, and he spoke clearly, and he commanded them that they should tell no one, but the more he commanded them, so much more widely they proclaimed it. And they were astonished beyond measure, saying, He has done all things well. He makes even the deaf hear and the mute speak. That was Mark 7, and it concludes today's readings. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading 1 Corinthians 9 today also. Thank you for following along with us. We hope that you enjoy reading the scriptures with us this year. May you have a blessed day. I am Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom until next time.